where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. The Cardinals just tweeted that they are going to retire the number 23 of a new Hall of Famer Ted Simmons. They are also going to unveil a statue for Simmons that will be placed outside of Bush Stadium. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, another guy that has a statue out in front of Bush Stadium. And his number one retired by the Cardinals is Hall of Famer Ozzie Smith with Michelle Smallman and Randy Carricker. Ozzie, it's always great to hear your voice. Good morning. How you doing? All right. How you guys doing? Everything's good. They're going to run out of numbers, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think it just speaks to um, the the greatness of players that we've had here in St. Louis, and um, Teddy Simmons now joins that group. How much fun is that for you, not just to be in the Hall of Fame and have all those friends, and I saw your photo with Johnny Bench at the All-Star Game, but so many fellow former Cardinals that have been members of the Hall of Fame, and obviously we lost Bob and Lou, but that must have been a fun part of it, too, is all of you former Cardinals being in the Hall of Fame, too. Yeah, it was um, always special, you know, because it I think it spoke to the greatness and the consistency of this organization to continually produce, you know, Hall of Fame-type players, and to be amongst that group is, is always very, very special, and um, it was always fun being with the guys. Ozzy, for a lot of people, you're synonymous with the go crazy folks moment. And a lot of people, they hear that call when they think of Cardinal baseball. It's very omnipresent in our minds. But you were in the moment, so you didn't hear the call live. When was the first time that you heard that very famous Jack Buck call? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember the, the, the first time that I heard it, but it seems like I've I've heard it a million times now. <laughs> sure. um, uh, I've hit 500 home runs in my career um, <laughs> listening to that call. But, you know, here again, I think that all of us were so caught up in the moment. It was, it was hard. And I think Jack himself has, has spoken to the fact that uh, he thought he missed it. But here again, I think it speaks to, we talked about the greatness of players, but I think it speaks to the greatness of, of um, announcers that we've had here too. You know, um, Jack being on that call and and sometimes it's not even you don't you don't hear, even have to think about it, but because of his greatness, you know he he felt that there was he he probably could have done something different, but I don't know if he could have done anything different because it was the moment, you know, and you just let it rip and and um, Smith Corks one down the line could go may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. The Cardinals have won the game by the score of 3-2 to two on a home run by the Wizards. As only, Jack Buck, as only Jack Buck could do it, you know. So it was nice to be a part of that moment. Uh, it's, it's one of those moments in Cardinal history that people remember exactly where they were. And I've heard so many people talk about the fact that that day that 
that call was made to make a field of stadium shake, you know, so mm-hmm. it's nice to be a part of that. The Wizard, Ozzie Smith with us on 101 ESPN, and we're going to talk about, about golf in a second, but I, I want to get to something that you said, because in your mind, when people tell you, I heard about heard that home run call, you said, I've hit 500 home runs. Now everybody in baseball is trying to hit 500 home runs, and you had that famous bet with Whitey when you came here, where you got a buck for every time you hit a grounder or a line drive, you gave him a buck for every time you hit a fly ball or strikeout. Do you think that if a manager went to a player now and appealed to his competitive nature like that, uh, a player that could run who really was not a home run hitter, do you think that somebody would be competitive enough to do that, or are people just going to be trying to swing for the fences no matter what? Yeah, you know, that's the part of the game that I think has changed. Uh, I, I don't think that they're necessarily looking for you know, guys to to be able to do that. I think that's something that a player has to really kind of do on his own and, and just take upon himself to do. But they're looking for guys now who can hit the ball out of the ballpark. And, um, you know, the shortstops now, I, I, I think they've, you know, they, they look at that position now as, as probably as much an offense position as, as it is defense. And they're willing to forego a little defense for the offense that uh, the position is now being able to present. So, you know, I, I hope that it changes back. I, I think the teams are that, that are going to win are teams that are going to um, be able to, to uh, continually play the game the way the game is supposed to be played um, with those. And we say little things, but it's just baseball the way it's supposed to be played. You get it on, you get, get them in, mm-hmm. and teams are able to drive that runner in from third base with less than two down or get that big two out base hit with the with the guy in scoring position or the teams that are going to win and win on a consistent basis. Oz, I, I want to know what your approach was with that bet. Were you were you saying he's not going to win this bet against me? Was was that the way you approached it? Certainly. I, I mean I think that, you know, I had to understand there's a saying in baseball that when you swing up, your average goes down. When you swing down, the average goes up. So I adhere to that that philosophy that, uh, you know, I had to, I had to swing down and, it, and if I swung down, then my average was going to, you know, was going to creep up as it did. And, and that hasn't changed. And I don't think that will ever change. And I think that's one of the reasons right now that you don't see a lot of, uh, high batting averages because guys are swing, everybody's swinging up, you know? So, um, it's it's fun to watch, and I and I'm sure that people get excited about seeing the ball fly out of the ballpark. But it's always nice to to be able to see a a one to nothing or a two to one ball game um, as we did when we grew up. But the game has certainly changed um, from that standpoint. Ozzy, one guy who's hitting a lot of home runs is Shohei Otani. We've been talking about him a lot this week because of the All-Star game. Um, Randy said he's maybe the most remarkable baseball player that he's ever seen. And as one of the all-time greats to play the game of baseball, what do you think about what Shohei Otani is doing? It's, um, I mean, it's, it's neat to see. And, and I think it, it proves that, you know, we, we sometimes uh, don't give pitchers the opportunity to show what they're capable of doing or an athlete for that matter. Now he's very unique in that, you know, he can pitch and he's just a good all around athlete. I think there were probably more of those guys, but we just didn't allow them to, to do what this guy is doing or it hasn't been done on his level. So it, it it's good for baseball. I, I think it's it, uh, baseball internationally now have, have been looking for a player like Otani. 
who has been able to give us the entertainment value while at the same time being very, very productive. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, uh, the second half goes for him, you know, because as you saw, he was spent in that home run derby. And that's what the derby does. It, it wears you out and it wears you out so, so quickly because you're swinging so many times in, in a very short period of time. So, uh, you know, guys have had a fall off, you know, once the second half is, has started. So I think we'll all keep our eye on those guys that were a part of the home run derby and see exactly what it did to, um, to their swings. On September 11th, 2021, at the conclusion of the competition at the Ascension Charity Classic, Ozzie Smith and Craig Berube are going to join Jack Nicholas and Tom Watson for a nine-hole Legends Charity Challenge. And Ozzie is going to be paired with Jack Nicholas for nine <laughs> holes of golf. And you've become a very, very good golfer. How cool is this going to be? Well, you know, it's it's one of those um, one of those opportunities that you get in life that, you know, when I when I start playing this game, you, know, you always think about the greats in the game, and you know, to to have the opportunity. Now, I've had the opportunity to play with Tom on on two occasions. This will be the first time I'll have a chance to play with Jack. You know, so I'm really looking forward to it and looking forward to try and learn as much as I possibly can from uh, from each of those guys, while at the same time raising some some money for charity and. Um, it should be a good time had by all. Now, Randy did mention, Ozzy, that you are a great golfer, but you're playing with Jack Nicholas. Is there a score that you have in mind or a goal that you have of, of what you want to put up <laughs> that day while you're playing with him? Oh, I, you know, if I can shoot 62 or 63, that would really, really be good. Which is not going to, to happen. You know, I think that, you know, realistically, um, depending on the tees that we play, I, I'm hoping that we play we play up as close as possible. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I think that if you shoot anywhere around 80, I, I think that would be good for me as an amateur or or anybody that um, that has the opportunity to play with with Jack and Tom. What do you need to work on? Because you started playing golf after your baseball career was over. So you you had a lot of things to work on. But I, I see you out at the range and you hit the ball well. Michelle saw you in a competition over at Family Golf. And you, you're great around the green. So what do you need to work on on your game right now? All of it. Uh, all of it. The one thing that has frustrated me probably more than anything, Randy, is my putting. You know, I, I should be a much better putter than I am. And and it's that it's that one thing that I think that has been holding me back from 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 shooting in the 60s at any point in time, you know. So uh, I'm still working on that. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm working on my putting right now. You can probably hear that. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's just one of those things that you know I just have not been able. I, I know I'll never master it, but I've got to be a little bit more consistent at that, and uh, that's the part of my game right now. That and, and chipping, and that and that's that's really where the improvement in your game comes when you're when you're you're getting the ball in the hole. Now you know you're going to hit some bad shots, but it's it's about being able to recover from those bad shots and and chip the ball closer. And I call it the game of missing closer. You know, you look at the pros, and when they miss, they miss. They may miss anywhere from 5 to 10 feet, whereas amateurs, we miss from 15 to 20 feet. And when you're trying to make 20 and 25-foot putts all the time, percentages aren't very good, you know. So it's about missing closer and 
giving yourself a, a really good chance at uh, putting the ball in the hole. A couple more things, Ozzy. Number one, might be an impossible question to answer. Tougher to become a very good hitter like you did or a very good golfer? Um, one and the same. I, I think that you have to put as much time into – I have to put as much time into golf as I did into my, my baseball. Um, you know, you talk about loving the process, and the process is practice, practice, practice. And you, you've got to work on those things if you're going to get better at it. And uh, I approach golf the way, the way I did baseball, you know, knowing, that, knowing what my weakness is and, and doing everything that I possibly can to strengthen it. And last thing, Oz, we had Roy Green on the show a couple of days ago, and I remember being out for football cardinal practice, and you'd show up and you'd be taking ground balls away from the football people, but you became friends with Roy and played golf with Roy. And I just want you to tell people, young people that didn't get an opportunity to see him play, how good Roy Green was. Oh, jet stream, jet stream. Uh, I always tell him that uh, if I had his hands, I'd, I'd turn mine in. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, he was a uh, he, he was a great player. You know, he's one of those players who could play on both sides of the ball, and he was fun to watch. It's exciting. Um, I beat him in golf all the time now. When I go out to Arizona every March, um, but just a great player, man, and a and a fun guy to be around. Um, we really enjoy each other's company. Well, I enjoy his company. I'll have to say whether or not he enjoys mine. But. He loves you. He told us he, he loves you and Willard and Vince, the whole gang. Yeah, we all come out there and um, and we beat it around and stuff. But Roy was one of the fun players to watch and one of the funny guys in in, the, in sport, too. You know, I don't know if you, you got a chance to hear his sense of humor, but great sense of humor and just a fun person to be with. And um, I love I love the guy. Hey, it's great to hear your voice. We love you too, Ozzy, and can't wait to see you play on September 11th. Tickets available to see Ozzy and Jack Nicholas against Craig Berube and Tom Watson. Tickets available at ascensioncharityclassic.com. Thanks for what you do for our community. It's remarkable and continues to be remarkable. And uh, as you know, I always appreciate you taking your time to spend time with me and Michelle on the show. Okay, one thing before I go here. Um, you know, my uh, event, my PGA Reach event, is uh, October 10th and 11th. Unfortunately, the golf sold out pretty quick, but we still have um, we, we still have the gala. Uh, tables are available at the gala. You can purchase tickets at $250 or 2250 for uh, the table and sponsorship. So um, for those of you who might be interested in listening and hearing to my special guest this year, who will be Johnny Bench, uh, that's October 10th at the Ritz-Carlton, and um, we're going to have fun. And, of course, it benefits the youth and military and inclusion of PGA Reach. So uh, for those of you out there, you can go to ozzysmith.golf.com and uh, get the information. All right. We will uh, promote that, Ozzy. We're glad to do it. And, again, glad for what you're doing for St. Louis. Have a great day. Hope you get that putting stroke down. All right. Thank you, guys. Have fun. (laughs) See you, Oz. Take care. The great Ozzy Smith, the Hall of Famer on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. 
and Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.